Yeah, it was a couple of times. I do admit to using it. Yes. When was it? When was it? Um, I can, in a period of these 13 months, uh, my lord, I could count them. It must have been less than 20 times that I've used. Say again, your, uh, my lord. Yes, I've had a couple of fallbacks whilst in prison, my lord. A few times, my lord. The time when we were using drugs in prison, it was day, was day. Which year was it? Um, it was this year and last year, sir, when I arrived. When you were in custody for this place? Yes, sir. So where did you get the drugs from? They are in prison, sir. They're all around. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. That was convicted child rapist Nicholas Ninao speaking in court earlier this week. We're now joined on the line by the Head of Communications at the Department of Correctional Services, Singabako uh, Ngumalo. A very good morning to you and welcome. Morning, sir. Um, thank you for inviting us. Mr Ngumalo, has your department instituted uh, an investigation into Nino's cli- claims that he used drugs whilst in prison more than 30 times? It's a really serious issue, so we had to uh, attend to it. We've started with the investigation, and uh, it's something which is really concerning us. We said we've got to look into it. Um, once Mr. Uh, Nino has been allocated a, a, a cell in line with um, the sentence given to him yesterday, our investigators will also then engage with him so that he can assist us in terms of how did he manage to access those drugs, you know, all those things, because it is a serious concern. It's something that we've been looking into it, employing various means to really nip it in the bud, because it cannot be that when people are incarcerated, they easily, you know, find themselves in position of drugs. Now, with the supposed stringent security checks in place at prisons, why are we seeing an increase in substances and even dangerous weapons and even prisoners having cell phones in their cells? The issue of contrabands uh, has been uh, on the table for a while because uh, what we picked up was that in as much as we do physical searching, but it, it is really, really not enough because uh, contrabands will still find their way inside our centers. And what we've picked up you know, um, over time is that um, it is not only inmates who, who use various means to you know, smuggle these contrabands, but we, we, uh, we, we, we could, you know, even caught some of our uh, officials and contractors, you know, trying to smuggle these things uh, to the centers. And we have taken a civil section against those because it is a criminal offense to smuggle in the contraband. So we'll call the police, they will um, arrest them, open the criminal case. Uh, but we, we've realized that it's something which is happening across the country. Hence, we then said, Let's start with the bigger centers and, and to use um, the technology as well to assist us. And um, when we do this, we are not only searching uh, inmates and contractors, but including our own officials, because you know, evidence is there that they also play a big role in terms of smuggling. So where do you start? Where do you start to nip this in the bud and ensure that prisons are actually prisons and not recreational centers? Um, with us, when you hear things like this, it's really, really disturbing because there's uh, quite um, uh, an extensive amount of good work happening in our centers. There are centers where, you know, rehabilitation is, you know, is really taking place and is prioritized. And um, then when you get these cases of smuggling, you then, you know, it's just, you know, a serious setback. 
as we then said, we've got to increase uh, the level of supervision, the, the searches that we do, and they mustn't just be standard, but, you know, we must conduct them even when people, you know, at least, you know, at least expect us, you know, to, to, to do the searches. We've also instructed also as supervisors and managers to say they've got to be more on the ground to ensure that, you know, they have an eye in terms of what is happening in the centers. And then we, when we introduced the body scanners, we said, these body scanners, you know, they will also play a critical role. But, you know, that education that we give, not just to um, our officials, to inmates and contractors, but even to the public, because we are seeing very disturbing pictures where, you know, members of the public, you know, use very creative means, you know, to hide, you know, the drugs, cell phones, SIM cards, you know, in their bodies, so they can, you know, find ways to take them, you know, in our centers. Just Devon was well in a space of three weeks, we, we caught two ladies, you know, hiding drugs, you know, in their private parts, you know. It, it just explains the extent to which people will go, uh-huh. you know, trying to smuggle these things. Some are suggesting that there's too much recreational time. What about hard, uh, what they call it, hard labor, like they used to have in prison? Does that not happen anymore? South Africa's correctional system is, 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 you know, is embedded on the principle of rehabilitation. To say, well, once a person has been sentenced, you know, that is a punishment because he loses quite a number of privileges and, uh, and you know, a number of rights, uh, and, you know, therefore diminishes. And when a person is, 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 is inside a correctional facility, the person then starts to rehabilitate that person. Hence, we need that person to be in a very sober state of mind so that the person can truly understand the, the, the impact of the offense that you know, he committed and how do we then go about correcting that offending behavior. And uh, it, it then goes further to say, okay, how do we then start to reconstruct this person so that he can, you know, you know, mm-hmm. live like yes. a normal citizen you know, once released. So then when the person then has access to things like cell phones, then it's going to disturb the work that we're doing. Hence, you know, we continuously appeal, you know, to the members of the public and other people who may think they're assisting inmates in actual effect they're destroying them. Hence, then it's important that we, we, we've upped in our game in terms of searching, in terms of supervision, mm-hmm. but we also yes. need other people also to assist us. Mr. Ngamalo, I need more time with you on this one, but unfortunately we're out of time. That's the Head of Communications at the Department of Correctional Services, Singabako Ngamalo.